Hello, welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. This week, we are presenting Little Red Riding Hood, as adapted by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Frankie and Molly and their family, Justin and Ryan and their family, Elliot and Graham and their family, and the Sheridan family. Thank you for helping to support our show, Frankie and Molly, Justin and Ryan, Elliot and Graham, and the Sheridans. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would also like to support the show and receive a thank you in a future episode, please visit patreon.com slash stories to make a pledge, then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and tell us who we should thank. A lot of you have been asking for other ways to support the show, so this week we're running a special promotion. If you go to teespring.com slash stories, again, that's T-E-E spring.com slash stories, you can buy our limited edition logo t-shirt and all of the proceeds go right back to the show. If you want a shirt for your little ones, you can go to teespring.com slash stories kids for kid sizes. Thanks. Enjoy the episode. Little Red Riding Hood. Once upon a time, in a friendly little village, there was a friendly little girl. She was loved and spoiled near to pieces by her parents, and she was loved and spoiled even more by her dear old grandmother, who happened to live just on the other side of the woods. The girl had a name, but no one used it, and we won't either. Instead, we'll call her what everyone called her, Little Red Riding Hood, because she wore a bright, apple-red hooded cloak everywhere and anywhere she happened to go. One day, Little Red Riding Hood's mother made up a basket of food for her grandmother. They were a very close family and often sent little treats back and forth between them, mainly as an excuse to keep Little Red Riding Hood busy and have her visit her grandmother often. Today, the treats were a freshly baked blackberry pie and a big wheel of soft yellow cheese. Little Red's mother wrapped pie and cheese both in a warm red cloth and snugged them into Red's wicker picnic basket. Now, Little Red Riding Hood her mother said. You head out of the gate and through the trees and deliver this basket to your grandmother. Yes, mother, Little Red replied eagerly. And what are the rules of walking to grandmother's? Make sure you're watching for all the wood's dangers and most important, never talk to strangers, Little Red replied. They had made it into a little song because they were smart folk who knew that things put to song are much more easily remembered. All right, off with you then. So Little Red Riding Hood left, basket in hand, singing to herself as she skipped down the path. Out the back gate and on through the trees, a blackberry pie and a big wheel of cheese. Make sure you're watching for all the wood's dangers, and most important, never talk to strangers. Halfway through the woods, she came upon a group of woodcutters clearing some trees to make space for a new house. They were big and burly and bearded, and they waved at her, and she waved back. Ho, girl! one shouted. That smells mighty good. What's in the basket today? Little Red was going to answer, and then she remembered the song, and instead kept on skipping down the path. The woodcutters laughed as she went. They were good men with families of their own, and they appreciated a girl smart enough to know the rules about walking alone. Out the back gate and on through the trees, a blackberry pie and a big wheel of cheese. Make sure you're watching for all the wood's dangers, and most important, never talk to strangers. 
that's an awfully pretty song you're singing. Little Red Riding Hood froze. She was deep into the woods at this point and not sure where the voice was coming from. Looking all around, she finally spied a wolf, half hidden in the trees at the edge of the path. I said that's an awfully pretty song. Aren't you going to say thank you? Little Red Riding Hood knew she wasn't supposed to talk to strangers. It was in the song, after all. But the wolf made her feel bad about being impolite, so she decided to break the rule, just this once. Thank you, Mr. Wolf, she said, and then started to skip again. But the wolf moved into the path, blocking her way. And what is your name? Little Red didn't want to answer, but she also didn't want to be rude, so she said, Everyone calls me Little Red Riding Hood. And where are you going? Again, Little Red was worried about being rude, so she answered, To my grandmother's house to deliver some treats. Blackberry pie and a big wheel of cheese, like in the song, of course, said the wolf, his furry mouth stretching into a wide, toothy grin. And does she live very far? Not very far at all, said Little Red, just at the end of this path. The wolf smiled even wider, nodded a thank you, and disappeared into the woods. Little Red was awfully confused about the whole thing, but thought it was ultimately harmless. Of course, she was very wrong. You see, wolves and even people can seem nice enough, and they can make you feel bad for being impolite, but rules are rules for a reason. Little Red Riding Hood had talked to a stranger. What's more, she had told him her name and where she was going, which isn't safe no matter who you're talking to. But she was young and happy, so she shook off the strange meeting and sung again, skipping through the woods. Out the back gate and on through the trees A blackberry pie and a big wheel of cheese Make sure you're watching for all the woods dangers And most important, never talk to strangers Wolves can move much faster than young girls, especially when they're hungry And this wolf was very hungry indeed he ran on his swift paws and got to Little Red Riding Hood's grandmother's house well before the girl and knocked on the door. "'Who's there?' called out a kindly old voice. "'It's your granddaughter, Little Red Riding Hood,' said the wolf, mimicking the girl's voice as best he could. It wasn't exactly right, but grandmother's hearing wasn't the best, so she believed him. "'Oh, Little Red!' Grandmother exclaimed happily, unlocking the heavy wooden cottage door. Please come in. She swung the door open and the wolf burst through. Before Grandmother could blink, the wolf wrapped her all up in her bathrobe and locked her in the closet. Then, being the cunning creature he was, the wolf put on Grandmother's glasses and cap, got into her bed, and covered himself up with all of her blankets. Before long, he heard what he'd been waiting for. The knock, knock, knock of Little Red Riding Hood at the door. Who's there? He called out, using his best grandmother voice. Grandmother, it's me. It's Little Red Riding Hood. Are you sick? You don't sound so good. Yes, said the wolf. I've had a terrible cough. The door is unlocked. Please do come in. Little Red Riding Hood opened the door and skipped into the cottage, the picnic basket swinging from her little hands. Grandmother, I'm sorry you've been sick, but this will cheer you up, she said happily. 
I brought one of Mother's famous pies and a big wheel of cheese for you. Oh, thank you, dear, said the wolf. Now come give your poor, sick grandmother a kiss. Little Red Riding Hood set the basket down on the table and walked to the bed. Are you sure you're okay, grandmother? You don't sound so good. Of course, I'm fine, the wolf said. Now about that kiss. But grandmother, said Little Red Riding Hood, what big ears you have. Yes, said the wolf, the better to hear you with, my dear. But grandmother, said Little Red Riding Hood, inching closer, what big eyes you have. Yes, said the wolf, the better to see you with, my dear. But grandmother, said Little Red Riding Hood, leaning over the bed, what big teeth you have. Yes, said the wolf, the better to eat that delicious blackberry pie you've brought me. Now come give your grandmother a kiss. Little Red Riding Hood was about to do just that, but she froze. You see, she was a clever girl, and she had just remembered that she hadn't actually said what kind of pie she brought. In fact, only her mother and herself knew what kind of pie it was. Well, them and... The wolf! Little Red turned and ran, just as the wolf lunged forward and tried to gobble her up. His big teeth snapped shut just inches away from Little Red's cheek as she ran, ran, ran out the door, slamming it behind her. Help! she called. Wolf! Wolf! She heard a bang from behind her as her grandmother's door burst open and the wolf came snarling and snapping at her heels. Ho, girl! a voice shouted. It was one of the woodcutters, heading home from work. And what's all the hurry about? Wolf! Wolf! Little Red cried. The woodcutter, thinking of his own daughters at home, unslung his axe and moved to stand in front of Little Red, his bulky body blocking the path. So it was that when the wolf rounded the bend, mouth open wide, expecting to gobble up Little Red Riding Hood, he instead found himself staring down the gleaming blade of the woodcutter's axe. Be gone, you evil creature, cried the woodcutter, and he sent the wolf rolling and yelping with a crunching cut from his axe. The other woodcutters heard the sound and came running. Within moments, they formed into a hunting party and marched into the woods, driving the wolf away from their homes for good. Little Red Riding Hood's mother had heard the noise, too, and she came running down the path, scooping up Little Red in her arms. Oh, my baby, she said. What happened? Little Red Riding Hood was nervous, but she knew that honesty was always the best policy. She told her mother the truth about how she had talked to the wolf and told him where she was going. As they talked, the woodcutter walked them back to grandmother's and helped them get her untied and back into bed. The four of them had a wonderful dinner of the big wheel of cheese and some bacon that Grandmother had laid by, and then they had the blackberry pie for dessert. "'Now do you see why you shouldn't talk to strangers?' said her mother. "'Yes,' said Little Red around a mouthful of pie. "'But you also tell me to be polite, and I didn't want to be rude by ignoring him.' The woodsman laughed. "'A smart girl, but too smart for her own good.' Mother smiled a serious sort of smile and laid her hands on Little Red's shoulders. There are bad people in the world. There are wolves. And keeping yourself safe always, always comes before any other rule. We never talk to strangers, especially when we're alone. Okay? 
Okay, Mom, said Little Red Riding Hood. That's a lot to remember, though. Can we add it to the song? And, of course, they did. And this is how it goes. If someone says thank you, excuse me or please, you say you're welcome or bless you their sneeze. But when you're not with an adult that you know, remember the wolves who may be where you go. They may be on four legs with fur full of lice, or they may be on two legs all cleanly and nice. So make sure you're watching for all the world's dangers, and most important, never talk to strangers. The End Today's story, Little Red Riding Hood, was adapted by Daniel Hines and performed by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support the show and receive a thank you in a future episode, please visit patreon.com slash stories to make a pledge, then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and tell us who we should thank. If you're looking for another way to support the show, this week we're running a special promotion. If you go to teespring.com slash stories, again, that's teespring.com slash stories, you can buy our limited edition logo shirt and all of the proceeds go right back to the show. If you want a shirt for your little ones, you can go to teespring.com slash stories kids for kid sizes. Thanks for listening.